Welcome to Confidence Rockstar Podcast, a place where you will find inspiration, motivation, and let's say, kick in the bottom to take action and create the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Alex Grzybek, and I'll help you quiet that little voice inside your head saying, you can't do this. So you have the courage to go for what you've always wanted on your terms. Every week, I'll bring you some confidence golden nuggets, present an awesome interview in order to empower you to step up your game. It's time to choose happy and shine. It's time to become a confidence rockstar. Let's dive deep. Hi everyone, it's Alex here and welcome to the next episode of Confidence Rockstar Podcast. Today I will be sharing with you seven reasons why you can get a job you want. After tons of webinars, recording podcasts, doing extra trainings, being invited as a guest speaker to other podcasts, other events, uh, participating in different summits, and working with hundreds one-to-one clients, preparing their documents, application documents, and guiding them on how to get a a job uh, they want, I found out that there are few reasons that uh, you cannot get the job you want. So you may have all the experience in the world, you may have all the qualifications in the world, perfect skills for the job, and you can even know how to sell yourself and present yourself at the job interview. But if you are making these mistakes, if any of the reasons I will be sharing with you today apply to you, chances are that you will probably not get the job you want and the one you deserve. So stay with me. I'm going to share with you today seven reasons why you can get a job you want so you can eliminate them forever and you can send me a message that I got a job. Thank you so much. Alrighty, so let's get started. Okay, so uh, reason number one is that your application document, so yeah, uh, your CV or resume and your cover letter, if you send one as well, they don't present you as the best candidate for the position. So there are a few things I would like to cover here. So first of all, uh, what is the purpose of your CV? What is the purpose of your resume? Do you know what that is? The purpose of your CV is to get you, um, give you like the invitation for a job interview. This is not, uh, the purpose of your CV is not to give you like the job yet. This is to make somebody on the other side interested enough in order to invite you for a job interview and to spend some time with you. Let's be honest, like everybody is busy, like all the HR people or people who are doing like uh, job interviews, whether it will be your direct supervisor, manager, director, whoever, they are extremely busy people. So if they are going to invest time in order to spend with you, I don't know, 15 minutes, half an hour, an hour or longer, and sometimes the interview process is like a two steps process, three step process. They need to make sure that they are not wasting time for people who absolutely don't meet the criteria for the job, right? So first of all, you need to make sure that your documents are 
spot on. So what do I mean by that? Like your CV has to have the wow effect. So somebody on the other side, when they are going through your CV, they need to say, yes, I want to invite her or I want to invite him to find out more. So everything that is connected with what has to be in your CV, what doesn't, uh, what cannot be uh, in your CV, what you need to cut out, what you need to put in your CV. You can listen to my uh, other podcast episode, how to write an outstanding CV. And over there, I go through like step-by-step process of what you need to have in order to write an outstanding CV. And the purpose of your CV or cover letter, it is to present uh, present yourself as the best candidate for the position, period. You need to intrigue somebody on the other side that you are the right person to invest time and money if the company wants to like hire you in you. So just show your uh, achievements, show how you contributed to the uh, company's success. What can you bring to the table? You need to present that. And yes, you can present that during uh, your application. So in your CV, in your cover letter or in any other, I don't know, emails or other things that you will be sending to the company. All right. So your documents, they need to present you as the best candidate for the position. That was number one. Number two, uh, uh, the second reason why you can get the job you want uh, is that you don't have a LinkedIn profile. Yes, nowadays it is a must. You have to have a profile on LinkedIn in order to, when you are applying for a job, period. This is important, yes? If you have like all the social media accounts like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, I don't know, whatever, you name it, it doesn't matter. If you are looking for a job, if you are open to work, if you are on the market looking for work, you need to have your profile on LinkedIn, And again, here, what is important, your LinkedIn profile has to be done properly. It's not only like that, that you put like whatever picture over there and you write uh, that I'm looking for work. Well, that's not going to be effective. There are millions users on uh, LinkedIn and over there you will have headhunters, you will have your potential uh, employers. And if your LinkedIn profile is done properly, professionally, with everything that has to be done in there, you will start getting invitations from headhunters and you will start getting the interests from uh, the potential uh, employers. All right. So first of all, make sure that your LinkedIn profile exists first of all. And secondly, make sure it is professional. So make sure your picture is professional. You cannot just put the picture over there from, I don't know, drinking pina colada in uh, Fuerteventura during your holidays or something like that, or a picture with your dog. No, it has to be your professional picture. When you are uh, putting like information from your, like from your CV, what kind of work experience you've got, etc., make it again interesting. Like in your CV, you need to intrigue somebody to that they are um, kind of persuaded to, to give you a chance over here as well. So talk about achievements, talk about how you contributed to company success. 
talk about how, what you can bring to the table and by hiring you, what kind of benefits the employer will have. And in the title, you need to make sure that you are using the keywords that are connected with your industry. Yes. So don't write down over there. I'm looking for work, but just use the keywords. So if, it, if it's like HR specialist, um, uh, head accountant or IT program Java developer, like things like that, that people who are searching for candidates in your area, in your expertise, with your expertise, they are going to easily find you. Okay. On LinkedIn, you've also got the option like to put uh, like open to work. So basically, uh, it shows that you are on the market looking for different uh, opportunities. I actually have like a whole separate training on how to um, uh, create your uh, amazing LinkedIn profile. So it's a part of my online course. And if you are uh, interested in uh, getting to know more about it, please email me on contact Alex, uh, con- contact at alexgrzybek.com and I will um, get it for, for you. All right. So LinkedIn profile is a must nowadays. All right. Um, number three. Okay. The third reason why you cannot get the job you want is that you are sending your CV everywhere. So, you know, I know that uh, maybe we are thinking, you may be thinking here about like, well, it's numbers game. So the more I send, the better chances I've got to have it. But here it doesn't necessarily look like that. Okay. So first of all, uh, you need to have a plan. What do you want? Yes. I mean, what kind of industry do you want to get a job in or what kind of position, what kind of uh, department maybe? I mean, something. Yes, you need to have the idea whether you would like to be in HR, IT, uh, accounting, marketing, or I don't know, maybe you want to be a doctor. Yes, or firefighter. Uh, So just have a plan for you and have a strategic plan for yourself. What do you want? And then when you nail it down, you send your CV to, for positions and to companies that meet actually like this, this criteria. And at the same time, send your CV for positions that you meet the criteria. If somebody is asking for minimum 10 years experience in, let's say, e-commerce and you have no idea about it, I'm sorry, but this is probably not the right uh, job offer for you. If somebody is saying that it is mandatory to have like uh, uh, experience in an event organization uh, of like, I don't know, minimum like three years and you've never organized like any event in your life, probably it's not the right job offer for you as well. So basically read what they are looking for and if you are meeting the criteria. At the same time, I would like to say that if you are meeting uh, eight criteria out of 10, you can probably send the CV as well. Well, it all depends like what kind of criteria you are missing, whether they are essential or not. But I want to really stress this enough, especially for women, because we often, if we are missing one little thing, we feel hesitant to even send our CV. And this is a big shame. Men send CV when they meet 60% of the criteria. And what is interesting, they often often get that job. Women, on the other hand, they don't send CV even if they meet 97% of the criteria and then they wonder why the phone uh, is quiet. Yeah. So, you know, if you send your CV, at least you've got like 50% chance to get um, invitation for a job interview. So if you are just missing something like a little bit, 
please, please send it out as well. All right. And uh, another thing here is like that you are, when you are sending your CV everywhere, you are not adjusting your CV. So for example, maybe if you are sending your CV for, uh, for accounting uh, roles and uh, they are all like similar, you can pretty much have uh, the same CV, maybe adjusting a little bit depending on the company. But if you, for example, would like to work, I don't know, in the customer service environment and um, they are different customer service roles out there and they are are focusing on different uh, expectations. I don't know, one may be more connected with sales, the other one may be more connected with admin, uh, another one may be much more connected with, I don't know, maybe call center. So then you need to adjust your CV in one way or the other. And just to make sure that the things that they are looking for, they are in your CV. Okay. So maybe you need to, uh, change the order of your responsibilities or something like that. And the ones that they are looking for are at the top and the ones that you are um, doing, uh, other, um, of your responsibilities, they are out there as well, but a little bit lower. So basically do what, uh, present in your CV, adjust your CV in a way that you, uh, meet their criteria. And at the same time, when you are looking for a job for like different jobs, yes, I mean, it may be similar sector, but like different jobs. So just make sure that you just, you adjust your CV accordingly as well. You cannot send like, you know, same CV for completely different positions because it shows that you didn't really do your homework. You didn't really adjust your CV, that you are sending the generic ones and the generic one doesn't grab attention. Okay. And the last thing I want to say here about like sending your CVs everywhere is that people don't read what is written uh, in the uh, job requirements and generally in the job offer. When in the job offer, they are saying, please attach your references, do what they say attach your references. If they are saying that you need to, um, um, I don't know, send your uh, CV and cover letter, it means that you're not only sending your CV, it means that you are sending CV and cover letter. When they are saying that you need to send a CV, I don't know, in different language. So for example, you are looking for a job in Poland or in France, but they ask you for a CV in English. You do that. Okay. So just read and make sure you know what you are reading. Make sure you know you are aware of what they want and do exactly that. Okay. So this is number three about like sending your CV everywhere. And I've covered like a lot of aspects uh, over here. Alrighty. So number four, number four, uh, the fourth reason why you cannot get the job you want. So after you finally um, uh, send, um, prepared your uh, application documents, uh, you have your LinkedIn profile and you are not sending your CV everywhere. You have a strategy and plan in place. And after that, you are, you uh, let's just presume that you got the invitation for a job interview. And now what do you need to do? And what most people don't do? Most people are not prepared for a job interview. It may be surprise for you, but I'm telling you that so many people, they do not do their research. They do not do their homework. They have no idea what the company does, what products or services uh, they uh, sell or offer. Uh, they absolutely have no idea. Sometimes even people go for a job interview and they are asking, can you just remind me the name of the company or the position? Because I've sent like so many CVs and I forgot. Jesus Christ, this is like a disaster. Yes, you cannot do that. So you 
you need to be prepared. So do the research about the company. Do the research of the expectations, what they want. If you are sending few CVs to the same company for different positions, just make sure you spend some time before you go for this job interview to remind yourself which one you are going to and what they expect. What it is written um, when it comes to job requirements, what is essential, what is an extra and uh, lovely that, that you have it, yes? And you need to prepare yourself to present yourself as the best candidate. So you need to prepare yourself uh, with like all the questions, possible questions that they may ask you. Of course, sometimes they may ask you a question uh, that you are not, uh, not exactly the same one as you kind of prepared yourself. But if you go through most of the, um, the most popular questions for a job interview and you are prepared how to say that, not only how to say it to answer the question, but to say it in a way how to present yourself as a best candidate, to sell yourself, to present yourself as the right person for this position. Uh, I help my clients do that. When they come to me, they very often like prepare like, you know, different uh, uh, answers. And when they tell me, well, it's true what they say, but sometimes it's very like blah, 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 and it doesn't really add any value. So I always help my clients to form these answers in a way that you can sell yourself. Job interview is a sales process and you are a product here. I'm sorry for saying this, but it is this way. And you need to present yourself in the best possible way. All right. So your answers need to be not only answering the question, but also showing you as the best one for this for this position. Okay, so preparing the, the answer. If you are going for a job interview in different language than your native language, you also need to prepare yourself uh, all the answers from this in this language. So it may be like that, that you have like the interview, I don't know, in Polish, and uh, they said that there may be some questions in English. You never know which one will be in English, so you need to make sure that you are prepared. And check it out with someone. Check it out with your English uh, teacher. Check it out with somebody who can help you. I help my clients do that uh, as well because you need to find out if your pronunciation is okay, if it makes sense what you are saying. So, you know, very often, uh, like English teachers, they can help you with English, but they cannot tell you all this HR stuff that, uh, you know, people who are professional um, with it, they can do, all right? So um, bear that, uh, bear that uh, in, uh, in, uh, in mind. Uh, keep that in mind. Uh, sorry. Okay. So we need to make sure that we answer uh, all the questions and in a, spe a specific um, a language. And also what is important that you actually present yourself professionally at this job interview. And I meet, uh, and I mean how, what you were. Yes. So just make sure that you are not kind of showing up in a t-shirt and like flip flops because it doesn't look appropriate. Maybe also if you have earrings in every single part of your, of your, on your face, maybe, you know, take them out depending what kind of job you go to and what is the culture of the company. Yes. If you are going for a job interview as a, I don't know, fitness trainer and uh, it will be like, you know, very pro, um, a very casual interview and actually you'll need to present like a class, well, don't show up in high heels and like, you know, in a skirt uh, or like a dress uh, that you will not be able to do that. Yes. Yeah? So you need to kind of be mindful of that as well. But like generally the rule of thumb, if you don't know what to wear for a job interview, look professionally and look uh, elegant. Okay. So that is the rule of thumb. 
Uh, all right, where are we? Number five. So you cannot present yourself as the best person for this position. So I've touched on it already, but I want to repeat it again. It's so, so, so important. Think about it from the potential employer's point of view, not from your point of view, from their point of view. What can you bring to the table? What's in it for them? How, by hiring you, they will benefit, the company will benefit, the department will benefit, what you can bring to the table, how can you contribute to company success, what have you done in the past that will um, pre, uh, that will determine that you are the right candidate uh, for this position. And here, I really want you to own your successes, own your achievements, that you are, first of all, aware of your achievements. You need to grab a pen and paper and think about your achievements. And I know what you may be thinking right now. Oh, I have no achievements. Or if I talk about my achievements, they will think that I'm arrogant or whatever. Nothing like that. You need to be sure of your successes and you need to present them in a way that they see the value in you. And grab the job offer. In the job offer, you have it uh, black and white, what the requirements are, what they are looking for. They could write over their 10,000 things and for whatever reason, they have written only like seven things that they are um, they expect from you. And that is the key. So if they are saying that they are looking for somebody with great interpersonal and communication skills, you need to say that you have great interpersonal and communication skills, but don't end here, just prove it. Yes, give some examples, tell about your tell about your successes, rewards or anything, but present that. If they are saying that they are looking for somebody with the experience in public speaking, say exactly what you've done in order to prove it, etc., etc., okay? So, uh, relate your experience, your skills, your education, your whatever to whatever they are looking for. This is your clue. So don't try to reinvent the wheel here. Just answer what they want. The same as you were um, sending like the, the, the documents. Here, when you present yourself, answer what they want and with the language, with the benefit language for them. What's in it for them? So every time when you answer this question, any question, just think about, okay, so what? If I say that I'm great in time management, okay, like, so what? Yes. How does it benefit the company? What uh, difference it will make? Just think this way. All right. So that was number five. Number six your attitude. Yes. So your general attitude during the job interview, and it doesn't matter whether it's over the phone, uh, online, in person, your attitude. So first of all, don't be arrogant. Don't be the person that I know it all. You will not tell me what to do and this kind of stuff. This is arrogant attitude. Being confident is not the wrong attitude. Generally in the world, it's much, 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 much too little confident people than, you know, overconfident people. I do not believe in such a thing as overconfident or too confident person. For me, somebody who doesn't respect others, who is rude and who thinks that is better than everybody else is the arrogant person. And there is no such a thing as a too confident person. I want you to be confident and nice and respectful at the same time. Do not be arrogant. Employers don't like arrogant people. Uh, another thing that uh, when it comes to your attitude is like that you are showing like lack of motivation, like a lack of proactive approach. You are like kind of, you know, whatever 
never, no energy. You know, it's even difficult for me to present because as you know, I'm very kind of, you know, proactive. I'm very motivated person and very outgoing and always going that extra mile. However, you know, there are people who are showing like, you know, I don't care. Showing like absolutely no energy, no smile, no nothing during this job interview. And they wonder why they are not getting the job. Yes. So show that you are committed. Show that you are dedicated. Show what the company can, um, how the company can benefit by hiring you. Very, very important. So your general attitude. Everybody likes people who are with a smile on their face, who are open, who are outgoing, who know their uh, craft and who uh, respect others as well. Okay, so be that person. And uh, number seven, why you can get the job you want. This is the last one. And I actually need to say this. Uh, This is that you have no connections. Yes, I mean, you know nobody and you have no contacts and no references, nothing like that. So, you know, I would like to say that... uh, It's not like that, that you need to have connections in order to get a job. And to be quite honest, you know, nowadays uh, we are not living in the times when you definitely have to have connections to get a job, but it helps. So, you know, if you know somebody who works for the company and can recommend you, great. If you know somebody who works in this organization and they can advise you what is the culture of the organization, what they are, the, what are the expectations over there? I mean, what uh, your um, potential employer may be looking for the most during the first job interview, they will help you. Yes. And when you have like the profile on LinkedIn over there, you can also have like, you know, different connections. Tell people that you are looking for a job. Tell your friends. Tell uh, tell it like on uh, LinkedIn that you are looking for work and you will see that, you know, some people are looking constantly for others to, to be working. And if they know you, if they had worked with you before or you were studying together and they um, could see that you were committed, determined and a very loyal person, they would recommend you for to, to, to their bosses, to their companies, or they would contact uh, you to, 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 to hire you. Uh, you know, I'm just saying that basically having connections or having like, you know, sometimes it's like that, that your uh, closest circle of friends, they don't know anybody who is hiring, but their friends of their friends and their friends, they can do that. Have you ever heard the expression that in order to get to any person in the world, you need like, you know, six connections? So only like, you know, six people are between you and somebody you would like to contact, even if it's like the president of the United States or I don't know, Miss Universe or the most famous person or celebrity that you know and admire. So having connections, you never know who is watching. You never know who you can meet and how can this person help you. So I really want you to uh, look after your contacts, look after your connections, get references from your previous employer so you can uh, present it to to the new potential employer and uh, get the job you want and, uh, uh, and, uh, and deserve. Yeah. So really, really don't um, neglect 
contacts, don't neglect connections, actually build them up, build rapport with people like on LinkedIn, headhunters, uh, employers. And um, also like, you know, another tip here, if you are going for a job interview and for example, you have the name of the person from the company that will be interviewing you, most likely this person is on LinkedIn. So you can actually go there and find out this Mr. Smith, for example, and check out what are his, in, uh, what are, um, what, in, uh, what he is interested in, he or she is interested in, yes? And I don't know, they maybe also, uh, he may have uh, his experience uh, over there so you can see what kind of career path he, he, he had. So it will be good to find out something about this person and kind of show that during your interview because it also shows that you've done your homework, that you are prepared and it may turn out that you have same interest and you can actually talk about, I don't know, running marathons or parachuting or, uh, I don't know, um, traveling around the world or whatever, or playing uh, piano. So uh, very, very, very relevant and very important. Alrighty. So that is it for today, my dear. And uh, I hope that it was very, very helpful episode. This is like, you know, all the tips that I'm sharing with you. I normally uh, share also with my private clients that they pay me uh, for, for all this. And this is like here for you for, uh, for, for free. So let me just recap here. So Seven reasons why you can get the job you want. First of all, your application documents don't present you as the right candidate for the position. Number two, you have no LinkedIn profile. Number three, you are sending your CV everywhere. Number four, you are unprepared. Number five, you can't uh, present yourself as the best person for the position. Number six, your attitude is wrong. And number seven, you have no connections and no contacts. So thank you very much for listening to this episode. I hope you found it beneficial. If you did, share it with others. They may need to listen to this uh, again. Nowadays, a lot of people are looking for a new job. A lot of people uh, are losing, uh, a lot of people lose their jobs. So they are uh, actively looking for a job on the market. So let's share this benefit with them so they can, uh, let's let's share this uh, episode with them so they can benefit uh, from that. And also, if you like my podcast, I would really appreciate if you could leave a review on iTunes. The more reviews, the more people can uh, see the podcast and that is uh, beneficial. So I would really, really appreciate uh, your help uh, uh, from uh, over there. All right. So thank you so much for listening once again, and I will speak to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you. To get started on your confidence journey, I invite you to grab free five-day email course, Confidence Rockstar. You will get five daily lessons sent directly to your mailbox, so you will have access to them anytime you like. You can grab this gift on the website alexgrzybek.com forward slash five days. All of the links to this episode you will find in the show notes below. And one more thing. I want to invite you to my personal website, alexgrzybek.com, where you'll find other podcast episodes and more of the free resources to help you on your confidence journey. Bye for now, and I'll see you in the next episode.